With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards, we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. Now establishing data link. Accessing. Hello and welcome to Make It So, episode number 37. Eight. Eight. I just said it a second ago. Yeah, you ago. did. We you had know just what? had the question. I think we've just clearly established through the course of making this show that neither of us can count. I'd agree with you there. Yeah. 100%. Can't really argue with that one. So, hello and welcome to another brilliant episode. episode. Uh, I'm Mike so, Dawson. I'm Richard Smith. And this week we do not have Will Tristan with us for the no. first time in a couple of weeks. This week... We're the sci-fi super fans. We are the sci-fi super fan. Right, okay. There's... um. Things have happened in the past uh, in the past seven days, um, specifically one day of the seven days. Um, would you like to elaborate, Richard? You you can tell I'm just the first saying, part of this story. I'm just going to say I think I remember saying somewhere that I, we were going to say something big had happened on this episode, and I don't know if I actually said it somewhere that we were going to say that. I don't or think you did. I just thought about it. Maybe you thought about it because you were going to say it on weekend watches, but you never recorded it this week, so. No, I was never going to say... It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So a couple of weeks ago, we got an email from uh, someone at Sky, uh, Katie at Sky, who was doing a animation to go over the closing credits of Star Wars and Star Trek films on Sky Movie, sci-fi and horror, and wanted us to voice and sort of improvise what the characters were going to say for the adverts and for the animations. And we went down to London and we spent a day recording for Sky. Yep. doing Star Trek versus Star Wars. And the animations will be apparently out soon. And so this is the week, when is it? The 7th of August, 6th of August sort of week, isn't it? I'm getting that weekend mixed up, which is the Monday, the 6th or the Is the 6th, is well, the it's Monday. It's probably going to be the 6th, yeah. isn't it? I think it's for that week, which this is scheduled for. Um, I still had that dreadful feeling that they're just going to can it, even though they've recorded it and everything and it's no, all they, done. No, they're going to pay for it. It's I know, fine. but it's I'm, I'm still insecure in feeling that. Anyway. Yeah. So if you've got Sky Movies, you can what, see if you us. watch the Star Trek and versus Star Wars season on Sky Movies Sci-Fi, 
over the closing credit, you may well recognize the voices and indeed some of the content of what those <laughs> animated characters are saying. Yeah. My God, they got a cheap deal. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Before we should go any further, we have to thank uh, Casey's boyfriend, who is a listener of this show. Um, who, Casey works for Sky and she got us the gig and organized it and everything else. And her boyfriend apparently got her on to make it so. Um, and his name... Believe it or not, and I actually laughed out loud. It took you a few seconds to get it, didn't it? Yeah, I'm quite slow. Yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious, but his name is Michael Richens. And he listens to Mike and Rich. On Make It So. I think that's it really funny. funny. It was funny the first time. It was funny the first time. I quite immature about it, it now. It does, but it, I mean, really, I thought she was making it up. It, Maybe she was. Maybe we're the fools. I, I refuse to like think... When when I hear people's names and they sound made, made up, Yeah, I sort of... Just accept them because my own name is accused of being made up. So well, see, there's nothing often. in itself ridiculous about his name. It's just the fact that it's amalgamation of both it's Var, Mike and Rich, Rich and yeah. Mike. Yeah. So thank you very much, Michael Richens, for uh, telling Casey about us and, and getting us this gig. Yeah, that's awesome. That's brilliant. Thank so you. yeah, you can see us on TV. And we'll, uh, well, you can we hear us on TV. on the website as yeah. well. May even put them out on this very podcast feed. Yeah. Unless they're fat and spotty. <laughs> we that's the thing at the moment don't, don't make them we, that, please don't oh. we, we we only thought about this tonight but we don't know what the animations are going to look like and we're playing ourselves as super sci-fi fans and in all likelihood just, just please don't make them fat one of us spotty. is one of them's going to be fat and one of them's going to be really thin i can just see it now don't give ideas i know don't give ideas because we just please. assumed they'd look like us but I don't might. know why I assume well, I don't that. know why, but both of us did it, and that was really stupid. Yes. They're going to look They're gonna look awful. We're going to look terrible. You think? Maybe we shouldn't have told everyone about this. Maybe we should have just left it. No, we're doing the right thing. <laughs> we're doing the right thing. Just, that's yeah. our appeal. Please yeah. don't make us fat and spotty. Because mm. we're not... You saw us. Yeah. We're not fat and spotty. No. Okay. Neither of them. Never mind. Anyway. So... Yeah, so you can watch those. They're really funny. Well, they, yeah, they they'll were. be on the website. And they'll be and on the, the website. Skymovies.com website as yeah. well. There, they've got another free plug there. Yeah, Skymovies. Um, and uh, if you yeah, if you own Skymovies, you can watch it. I don't, so I'm going to have to get my mum to watch them. No, I'm on the website for it myself. Yeah. There you go. Fair enough. Anyway. So so we have an episode to do beyond we, our gushing. We do. We are gushing, though, as this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to us. Gushing. That's more gushing. That's more gushing, you know. I mean, I thought being reviewed on movies you should see for the Radio Times was big, but then... Is it the biggest thing that's ever happened to... Ed? In terms of simply syndicated, yeah. I suppose. Try and think of something bigger. Radio know. Times or appearing on Sky Movies? One of the two. Well, the Radio Times actually did bugger all in terms of extra listeners. <laughs> so, let's be fair. This might do bugger Sky all. do a bit better, because well, that is really our aim. Yes. You would have thought a, f a little boost, perhaps just one week, a few more listeners, but no. <laughs> how how much scope does the Radio Times actually have? I'm just when I was maybe here in my car, I heard Adam Curry talking about how one of their pod show podcasts was featured in the news of the world, and they got a spike of like eleven thousand downloads or something like that. We're in the Radio Times, and you wouldn't know it. Maybe, maybe. A few thousand listeners decided that 
since we were reviewed in the Radio Times that ultimately we were too big and too commercial for them to be possibly seen listening to us. You think? And they stopped listening to us and the exact same proportion of listeners came from the Radio Times and started listening. That's a possibility. It is it's a, unlikely. It's completely unlikely and probable possibility. possibility. As Mr. Spock would say, that is possible but highly improbable. Yeah. So, anyway, to the meat of the matter. Is Goldicott the most evil bastard in Star Trek? I don't know. I don't know. We need to examine this one more in more detail. With a microscope. We've done Best Baddie. Yes, we have. Who won? Was it Khan? I don't know. I think it was Khan. Tell us. Write us. Let us know. I can't be asked to listen to it again. <laughs> That's terrible. That is terrible. Fuck it. Maybe we should write all these down because <laughs> I'm forgetting who's won right. what. You know, I don't write maybe type. Down. Type. Type them's not bad. Do you know what? We have a Wikipedia page for Simply Syndicated. If yeah. I'll, if one of our, our closer listeners could go on there and fill out the episode listing mm. for Make It So and perhaps put the subject matter. Yeah, we don't want you to do that to on, on your spare time. We want you to do that at work. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, There's an yeah. excuse for half an hour off at work. Yeah, okay. Your, your computer's pointing away from your boss's desk. Mm. Or maybe you are the boss. And you just don't fancy doing any work for your company anymore for just a couple of hours or something like that. Maybe it's your last week and you just don't give a shit. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe you're going to go postal and kill everyone in the office. Before you do that, update our Wikipedia entry. Um, anyway, off on one. What oh, are we talking about? Oh, and if you could about? list whoever was a special guest on that episode as well. That'd that be would be awesome. helpful. That'd Perhaps be, really, that'd be, lot, that'd yeah. be really important. Yeah. And we ask a lot. We do we? ask a lot. We demand a lot. We, um, yeah, send Voyager on DVD. We ask a lot. We do ask a lot. Anyway, so... Is Goldicott the most evil bastard in Star Trek? Now, we're not talking about necessarily threat posed to the, the Federation or anything like that. We're not necessarily even talking about greatest cost to life, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. We're really talking about motivation. The nub of the matter. Yeah. Evil in itself. Evilness. Absolute evilness. Now, because evil transcends perspective. Now, what I mean by that, that was quite a... We both raised you, our eyebrows. You, I raised my eyebrows saying that one. Evil transcends perspective. Hmm. Okay. What I mean by that is that the point of view of the Borg... Is not evil. No. Okay. From the Borg's point of view, they're just asking you to join their club. Okay. They're I just saying. They're I just saying. Point. You know, right, we we've got a great club, and we want you to join it. And the way you join is to be assimilated. Isn't that fun? This is Hitler was trying to make the world a better place syndrome, isn't it? Really? Basically, yes. The man now, had no idea he was doing anything wrong. Yeah. But yeah, Hitler is regarded as one of the most evil men yeah. in history. Just his opinion of evil differs from yours from, and mine. Exactly. exactly. His opinion of evil is... Well, I don't know what his opinion of evil is. I mean, I don't know, maybe raping babies or something. I don't know. Something worse than killing hundreds of thousands of people. Millions, even. Um, so, what I was saying was that, that, yeah, that evil transcends perspective. So... We have to pick a perspective with which to view this evil. Well, yes. From which to view this evil. Maybe that's what Descartes is special. Because Descartes moves from side to side. 
depending on his... Uh, He's evil in the eyes of many more people than most others. He is, but also within his own self, he can possibly see his own evil because... He's he's been on both sides. He's been on the good side. He's been on the bad side. He's moved around it. So basically, what I'm saying mm. is that you know he's not just clear cut. You know. Yes, he, he's not just a baddie. Yeah. Which is probably why he didn't win the best baddie thing. Khan's just a fucking baddie. Yeah. Goldacott swings both ways. Yeah. Which in some ways makes him more evil in my book of references. He's he, he will lie to you. Well, okay, let's. He does so often in such a big way. Should we go through a brief history of Descartes and what happens with Descartes? Okay, we meet him in Deep Space Nine. Prior to meeting him in Deep Space Nine, he is the regent of Terek Nor, who uh, enslaves all the Bajorans and and basically overlord of all the Bajoran laborers at Terek Nor. Isn't he also just generally in charge of the entire occupation? That was the impression I had. Maybe you're right. He did a lot of very bad things. Maybe you're right. I think he was even yeah, he was yeah, he was the the big man in charge of that particular occupation. He just liked Terek Nor. Yeah, he sat at Terek Nor. He didn't sit on the planet. He didn't yeah. yeah. Much easier to control some sort of rebellion against you if you're on a limited resourced space, space station. station rather than on the home world of the species you're trying to enslave. This is true. So maybe that was the motivation behind it, or at least some of it. Hmm. Maybe we're applying motivation where there is none, because it's just cool. Possibly. If he lives on. So basically, we're all, already we're introduced to somebody who has controlled uh, effectively a um, uh, concentration camp, or the nearest thing in the Star Trek universe to a concentration camp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty evil. Straight away. Very evil. He's generally killed millions of Bajorans. Hmm. But whenever asked about that or whenever that's referenced in terms of what he's done and how and what a nasty fucker he is by other characters in the show, he says, Bajor was lucky to have me in charge. Somebody else was going to do that job. Hmm. And he was nice to the Bajorans in, in his eyes anyway. He was sort of, you know, he was kind and caring and, and uh, didn't... Uh, you know, didn't treat them as badly as his, his colleagues would have if they were in charge of that particular operation. So from his point of view, he's not being evil. He's just he's just doing his job. And I he's, see what you mean. But he's doing it considerably. He was considerately. Sort of, yeah, so. he, he, he was a kind of Alan Rickman sheriff of Nottingham type of baddie, wasn't he? He was very, yeah. very dramatic and liked to play up his how nice he believed he was being to the Bajorans. Hmm. Now, that's either done out of uh, self-denial or you, you either believe that you are what mm. he's saying he is or you know that you're not and you're putting that up as some sort of rebellious front to reality. I think it's more interesting when Trying the person is, is doing something evil but has convinced themselves that they're not, mm. that they're doing something right. And that and that's the key distinction, convince themselves rather than having that as a way of life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because we know of Kardashian and of Kardashian's past that they were artists and scholars and everything else, and and that in their history they are not evil by nature. They've chosen to be a military regime, or they've become a military regime over time, but they weren't always that way. So 
So yeah, they're not they're not the Borg. They're not the uh, species one seven whatever fucking Voyager crap. Four one seven. Four one seven eight nine. One four one four. I want to say seven two. How about T four N E one? T for anyone? Okay. So. T for anyone. Yeah, you get it. That's fucking hilarious. I know. I'm I'm mocking you. I know. You're splitting sides. Everything gushing out guts at the end. You might want to patch that up. How many years does uh, Davy Crockett have? I don't know. Two. I've seen the the Disney film. He only had two years. Right, I see. What did you What did you think? I'm sorry. I've, I'm just trying to avoid the barrels of laughter Is rolling he, down the so, hill. So, okay, let's get back to Goldicott. <laughs> let's get back to Goldicott. So, I think we if we just compare, if we have a look at some of the other supposed air quoted evil people within the Star Trek universe, mm-hmm. we have clearly Khan. Yes. Um, but. You know, how evil was Khan, really? Because, first of all, his beef was solely with Kirk. Yeah, but he killed a lot of cadets. He did kill a lot of cadets. And Scotty's nephew. Now then, he did not necessarily intentionally kill those cadets. They were just there. And what he was really doing was blowing up the Enterprise. If you mean to kill A, but you kill B instead, it's still murder. That's very true, but when we're talking about the motivation and the evil behind it, then... The motivation was to kill Kirk, and the deaths of all the cadets are a byproduct, is what you're saying. He would stop at nothing. Mm-hmm. He, he did not set out specifically to kill those cadets. They were just killed in the they way. They were in the way. Being killed, trying to kill Kirk. It doesn't get around the fact that he still killed a lot true, of innocent people. Goldacott intentionally set out to kill all the Bajorans that he killed. Not an accident, thus more evil. Well, if we look at another character, if we look at something in terms of the next-gen, longer-ish running villain, uh, the Duras family. Okay. And the various incarnations thereof. They don't run as... They don't run for as long. So Duras and Lysa, Lysa, Lursa and Bator... They get the odd episode crop up every now and then, and depending yeah. on which one it is as to whether or not they're really evil or they're just moderately evil or whatever, you know, there's the one where one of them turns out to be pregnant. They're not really that evil in that one. They just mock Worf a little bit, and everyone does that. So You'd have to take the piss on one or two occasions. You would, really. I'd With a name a like Worf. I'd have to have a few beers in me. Yeah. You'd kick your ass. <laughs> Did I say that on the Sky thing? I said ass, didn't you I? Said, one and of they, us said ass, and they said it was all right as long as it was ass, not arse. Yeah, what's that about? Well, ass doesn't... Are they going to put a picture of a donkey there? Ass means a cross between a donkey and a horse in England. It just means butt in America. Yeah. Yeah, you can say wanker in America. But you can't say it here. I heard that on a highbrow tech podcast the other week. I, I heard Someone it. Someone said wanker. I heard it on The Simpsons. And it's I like heard it on Angel. Say, they edit it out of The Simpsons when it's on. Over here, over, yeah. over here. It's because we get it by other means that we see the unedited version. <laughs> and we I buy DVD of, box sets. Yeah, yeah, I know of at least two wankers that were edited out of The Simpsons. Which right, is a disgusting amount of knowledge about an animation. But there you go. Never mind. Oh, it's not. It's, some of this stuff just makes me a little bit depressed about the stuff in my brain. Mm. It's not just Star Trek, is it? No, it's all of it. 
it's all in there and it's all in as much detail as Star Trek is. And you're putting it to use. I know, that's and it just makes me feel a little bit is that really my calling? <laughs> is that my purpose? I've watched all this Star Trek, so one day I may talk about it. Who cares as long as anyway, you're having fun? Where were we? With the, we well, were what I was talking about in Le- terms of Le- comparing Le- it to Lursa and Beto, you know, they're not in it for as much. They don't. They're not in it as for as long. Um, so they don't have as many opportunities. Okay, you know, they blow up the Enterprise or whatever. That sort of thing is pretty big, but they don't. They're not evil on a massive scale. No. And they're very self-serving. And what they're after is very sort of within the Klingon Empire. They're not after ruling the universe. Mm. They're basically just little trouble causers. They are the characters that crop up perhaps once a season if you're lucky. Mm. That sort of thing. I was very surprised they were in a movie. Generations, yeah. When Q wasn't. I still have a beef with that. Problem is, how do you work Q into a movie? Somehow. Somehow. How do you get Worf into every fucking movie? Somehow. Somehow. There you go. You um, can get Worf in, you can get Q in. Okay, all right. You didn't get him in Enterprise either. Um, okay, so... Right, looking at looking at those and looking at the longevity of those characters, they don't have the sort of staying power that Golda Cat had. Now, what happens with Golda Cat from the instant we meet him up until about Series 4... He is the uh, he's the person who he's you know he's quite high up in the Kardashian military and every now and then he he clashes with Cisco over an issue of diplomacy or something like that. So he's not again he's evil in his past, but he's not being particularly evil now. He's got an interesting dynamic with Cisco, yeah, which is why they probably kept bringing him back. Am I right in thinking in season one of DS Nine he was simply a face on a view screen? No, he was in the first episode. Actually, in the first episode. I I have no brain. Yeah. No, he was definitely an emissary. He, I remember the scene when he comes into the office. Oh, of course. Yeah. It used to be his office. Yeah. Yes, of course. I remember now. Yeah. Before. So, so yeah. So, But he's like, you know, he was the old Cisco, the evil Cisco. So there is that little bit of a dynamic there. It was his office, and now it's Cisco's. He was the first character that was specifically written to just be evil. Well, but he wasn't evil he was. at first. This is the thing with Goldacat. He was just a bit of a cunt. He wasn't really evil. He was just, you know, he's just a bit annoying. He was one of those people, you know, that arsey fucker at work. You yeah. just sort of think, well, you I don't know, like him. But I don't I like him. him. I can't get rid of him either because, you know, he's him. But, you know, I, I don't like him either. I wouldn't invite him around for dinner. No. You know, Goldicott always had more of an evil air than just a wouldn't invite round for dinner, though, surely. Well, there was the episode, the one that springs to mind was Civil Defense, when the old uh, Kardashian security system begins activating. And, oh, I uh, love that, that Yeah, it's really good. And then uh, then Goldicott turns up, and he's all, he sort of tries to broker a deal where uh, they'd have a permanent Kardashian president presence on Deep Space Nine. So... All in all, all he really wanted was just to get his old job back. That was that he was what he wanted. Station. He loved it. He absolutely loved it. But then, in season four, something different happens. He has a daughter who's half Bajoran and half Kardashian, who evidently the woman who uh, who he uh, fathered this daughter with, he was very much in love with. At one point, you get the impression. Do we not get the story of that later on? 
Yeah, we do. And yeah. you kind of he, he describes it as if he's in love with her, but she wasn't necessarily. You get the feeling that she was just going along for the easy ride. Yeah. Um, and did what she had to do, but Golden Cat did actually was quite enamored with, um, with her. So. And then, yeah, Zial comes into the picture and he is then exiled or forces himself into exile from Kardashian. Ah, no, because the Klingons invade. So what he does is then takes a stolen Klingon bird of prey with Damar and flies around blowing up Klingon ships. And for season four, he's one of the good guys. A rogue element. Yes, he is. He doesn't make sense. He doesn't sit well. No. We never really trust him. No. And to be honest, he's very creepy when he's being nice. Yeah, but he is being nice, and he is a rogue element within the good side of the force, and this is all an upside-down season anyway, because suddenly the Klingons were bad, the Kardashians were good. Um, so season four was really odd anyway. But then mid-season five, he's been in negotiations with the Dominion, and he makes a deal to be ruler of Cardassia again with the Dominion in an alliance. Very evil. Very evil and very, tricky. Very, evil and tricky. Yes, indeed. And he just flies off with them. And that's it. He joins their side. Completely switches. Dismisses all the allegiances he's made over the past year in a yep. heartbeat. Now, this is when they wipe out the Marquis. Yep. So you've got to give him responsibility for that. Yep. Because I think he claims it. Yep. Um, killing Ro Laren and, of course, Tom Riker. Yep. Who should never have been. No. So that was good. Okay. Um, and... Uh, so, very evil. And Michael Eddington. Yes. Commander Powell. It coming. I never liked him. They all had it coming. But, you know, they're all members of the Marquis and they're all dead now. All of Bellana's and Jakote's friends. They were lucky to escape to the Badlands. They were. All dead. Well, actually, that depends on whether you'd rather be sorted by the Cardassians or, or stuck on a ship with Janeway. Yeah. And Neelix. You know, because the, the Cardassians, when they vaporize you, it's very fast. Mm. Um, or whereas... seven years with cheese grater voice. <laughs> so, sound quite like the Martians from Mars Attacks. <laughs> That's what she... It was on telly the other night, and it just reminded me. <laughs> I was flicking through and heard the voice. Like, oh, Star Trek. Oh, no, it's just it's, it's Mars Attacks. <laughs> Poor woman. Yeah. What if we ever meet a Mike? What are you going? What we can't what are you gonna be say? this harsh no. to people. No, we walk away. We walk. We away. walk away. That's harsh. We can't. Not because we don't like Kate Mulgrew, but we walk away because I can't face her. No. Not after all the things we've said, you not think? a chance. Mate, she won't know. Don't know. I'd know. You know what would be good is if we got a video interview with her, and um, before we put it out, we got the voice of the Martian from Mars Attacks and put it over her. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be interesting. She, she could probably sue us for that. Maybe. I, I think we'd lose all our money. But we don't have any, so that would be all right. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. You see, I still think Goldacott's the most evil bastard in Star Trek. I'm, I'm getting that. I'm getting that. Okay. So, right. Uh, then, yeah, he goes, he switches sides. He becomes the Emperor of the Dominion. He tries to take back Deep Space Nine and open up the wormhole. His daughter gets killed. He gets a bit upset about that and then goes insane and gets put on trial for war crimes. He starts hearing voices and then the par apes come to him. So, not only is he evil in his own right, 
and tries to destroy, well, tries to take back Deep Space Nine, does actually take back Deep Space Nine, good and him. really, really, really wants to give Kira a good rogering, which, to be fair, you... Sorry, there's a queue. There's a queue. you got to get yeah. through most of the Bajoran ministry first, and Odo. So, you know... Exactly. exactly. But to be fair, I can't blame him for that one. But yeah, so he's kind of an, an, uh, enamored with... Uh, with Kira and you sort of think, that's a bit creepy. That's like, you know, your dad fancying your girlfriend and that sort of thing. Were, were there any consistent baddies within the original series? No. I mean, we have the Klingons. They were the Klingons. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's who and they the, were. the Romulans um, who Romulans. just looked like the Vulcans. Yeah. In th- fact, they were played by Mark Leonard who played a Vulcan and then played a Romulan with the same makeup. They look the same. Yeah. The only differentiation really between them in Next Gen and beyond is the haircut. And the little ridges, lines on the the forehead. the standard issue Romulan haircut. And the standard issue Romulan ridges. Yeah, and the jacket with the square shoulders. Everyone with the same fucking jacket. I would want to own that jacket-making company. Yeah, it's quite a monopoly. Supplying every man, woman and child on Romulus, and throughout the Empire with the same jacket. You just own the Romulan Ale Company, LTD. You don't even need, like, big factories. You only need to make one type of jacket. Yeah. That's crazy stuff. One jacket, one ale. Fits all. Romulan Ale, Romulan... But they have other things. Romulan Soup. Mm. I think there's that. I've heard of that. Romulan Soup. Romulan Soup. In unification. What was liquid stuff? What? What about Romulan Sandwich? Romulan sandwiches. Okay. Uh, Romulan potatoes? Rom- certainly Romulan potatoes. Romulan potatoes. Of course. Okay. Romulan... You'd have to have potatoes, otherwise what would they have with the Romulan fish? Romulan macaroni and cheese. Also essential. Well, isn't cheese... In... This is just food stuff, though. With Romulan in front of it. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so, Goddacap. No bad guy to compare him with in the original series. The Juras family is the closest we get with next gen. And we sort of agreed that the Borg aren't necessarily evil. They're just they're just really misguided bad and misguided. Yeah. Oh, mind you, some of it. No, I think they're not evil. They're just nasty. But certainly, originally they weren't. Then they introduced the Borg Queen, and that's a slightly different aspect. Do we count her as a different thing? The Borg is sort of her weapon. Well, this is the thing. Up until first contact, that little bit of it. It didn't exist. I still no. don't like that. I still don't like the fact that they gave it a queen. I preferred it when they just didn't have a leader and it was just a collective. Yeah. But no, I don't know. It made sense that there had to be a, like a leader, like a queen. It didn't make sense. It made, made sense either way. I just preferred it the way they had it before. Fair enough. Fair enough. Although I It's just they needed they'd... it in a film sense. They needed a villain. I just wish film. they'd carried on from those fucking next gen episodes where the Borg were all individuals now and... I hated them. Really? Yeah. Descent Part 1 and 2. Yeah. Rubbish. You didn't like those? No. Fair enough. They changed the Borg from a mindless collective of malevolent entities to a bunch of individuals and I've got emotions and I can't well, cope. Confused. And, and, and I've got to shoot and I need an android to follow. Oh, look, there's Data's evil brother. Let's do that. <laughs> that was shit. Okay. That was so shit. That I was the worst point. idea ever. The Iborg episode was really good, but Descent Part 1 and 2, oh God, and they didn't even have the proper ship. What was that ship? It was weird, wasn't it? It was a teapot. We've just said this before, but it did look like a teapot. It was short, short and stout. stout. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so there was no one in Next Gen. There was no one in Voyager. Apart well, we from Seska. We had her. She was not... She was she like two seasons. To, nothing to compared to the cut, but she was also Cardassian. She was. Cardassians in general can't really very well be trusted. No. You, couldn't even, you can't even trust the nice ones. No, they're Garak. generally evil people. Yeah. Which is unfair to say. That's a bit racist. Yeah. Speciesist. Speciesist. Uh, Xenophobic, I believe, is the term. Oh, is it? Yeah. Why is that? Surely xenophobic is another race thing. No, well, kind of, but more about nationalities. We, and We, we don't know because we haven't got another species to be well that's the thing xenobiology would be the species the study of alien races all right there you go yeah fair enough um no the we had the kazon they were not really very evil uh the the caretakers the case well no no evil there he was looking after the okampa was he yeah all right that was the point i thought the caretaker was evil no not evil right uh the the what were those ones the ones with the phage that harvested organs the ones not, with the that, phage, the harvested really organs. Evil. That's quite sort of they, necessity. To survive. Evil born of necessity. Yeah. Necessary evil. Um, and necessary I can't, I can't evil. Really, those lizardy guys. The, even the, the the year of hell thing was was people on a mission that was just adversely affecting the Voyager people. They were trying to save their own people. Mm. Um, really, quite dull. No, no evil. No evil there. No. Okay, so to cut. Then he becomes the par apes. Now. Then he's super evil. Then he's super evil. Do you know how we have the ultimate proof that Goldacott was the most committed to his evil doing? Right. Because he shagged Kai Wing. <laughs> now, whatever other people went through, no one did that. I like that. So he took him up to like notch number 12 or something like that when he killed Jadzia Dax. Um, but then... Come on, he's shagging Kai Wing. You're like, this guy's fucking serious. Yeah, he's stuck. He it. means this. He stuck it in the Kai. You know, I mean. Because you wouldn't. No. You really wouldn't. You really wouldn't, no. And he did. Lots from what you gather. Yeah, they like. They sort of spend and, a week in the room on DS9. And just, not just like for the sake of it, you know, like while cringing or I, I don't know, like, you know, imagining that he's somewhere else. But yeah, no. seemed to really enjoy it. Getting sticky. Yeah. Nasty business. Mm. So that, that man meant it. Yeah. More than anyone else. This so not is... only has he tried to fuck your girlfriend, but he's also sort of tried to sort of fuck your girlfriend's mother and has. And enjoyed it. And enjoyed it. And your mother's patronizing oh. and annoying. I don't want to... Oh. Imagine the children. Yeah. So he kills Jadzia, you mentioned briefly. Yeah, he does. In a rather unspectacular death for such a major character. Yeah, she didn't see it coming, as you they're, said. They're all rather unspectacular, yeah. though. But realistic. Tashi, bang, gone. That was it. Yeah. Bit of red sticky on your face. Yeah. Well, if they all died with the whole, you know, I, I've been and always shall be your friend speech, then it would yeah. get a little bit tired. Spock was dramatic. Yeah. Data, Data was, was dramatic. That was a reasonably was a, good yeah. death. Yeah, that was good. Big explosion. Mm-hmm. Lots of weird Romulan but then Trip had a big explosion but his was pointless did he die yes for real it wasn't like an alternative universe thing and it? it was sure I'm sure he died for real I'm not sure yes he died for real I think it was an alternative even in the holodeck when Riker and Troy are talking about it they didn't know that Commander dead. Trip was going to make it back or not but he did didn't he, he didn't no he died he blew himself up to save the ship from a bunch of aliens that they could have saved themselves from every other week by just killing them but he had to blow himself up that week. Send Enterprise on DVD. Yeah. I'll watch it and then we'll know. 
I'm or sure he we didn't could die. just check online. I'm not doing that. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm right, okay. Online. I don't like the internet. I think we've proven conclusively that Gold Decott is the most evil bastard in Star Trek. Yeah, but all his stuff with the Pi race, was he really evil? Or was it the Pi race? He was race? evil. Was it, was it him? Evil. Or was it the Pi race? No. They needed someone evil. I see now, because that was what Odo and Kira says at the end of that episode uh, in season seven. It was like, he's more dangerous now because he actually believes it. There you go. Mm. More dangerous? Or is he just really misguided? Should we do the whole, you know, hug a chav oh, thing? Well, this is it. This is it. Maybe if his you know, mother properly loved him. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe if someone just showed him a little respect. Maybe his daddy loved him too much. Pointed him. Maybe they did. Maybe he did. Um, maybe they just pointed him in the right direction. But that's your cause, really. Yeah. Um, I I still think he's the most evil. Not. Right. Me- I'm still, you know, happy with Khan being best baddie. Right. He was more spectacular. Right. Okay. You know that that we're going to re-listen to that show and realize that we didn't give it to Khan. Maybe we gave it to Gilda Cart and Maybe this whole we is did. all bullshit. Then. Maybe this is just complete rubbish. Oh no, that'd be terrible. There'll be email. There will be email. Well, then we'll know though, so that'll yeah. be good. Please we won't email. make this mistake again. Make it so it's simply syndicated dot com. Absolutely. Um, okay. Okay. I think we've exhausted this one. Well, in terms of long-running baddie, he certainly wins the race. Yes, he does. He won the race. I'd say for complex baddie, he wins the race as well. Many baddies, except best baddie. He didn't have the best chest. No. No. And he cried like a girl when his daughter died. Well, that takes oh. some credit away. Well, for, That's some, no, that, that takes some serious credit away. That actually makes him more evil because he knows what it's like to lose children and yet he continues to kill and maim people. Good point. Well, mate, that should be mine. Um... More evil, because he knows. Yeah. Every time he's on screen, he's accumulating evil. Context-driven evil. There you go. See, there we go. Okay. Most evil. Ah. If he he was in real life, he'd come from Iraq or something, wouldn't he? Are are Iraqi people evil? Well, they're in that Axis thing, aren't they? Allegedly. They are allegedly evil. I have my doubts personally. Yeah, I don't. I think maybe there's an equal amount of evil Iraqi people as there personally, are evil I think, people of other nations. I think people who use the word evil outside of the uh, the realm of fiction are morons. Um, yes, they're actually, evil. They're no, evil. They're All these countries are evil. Really, really. Anyway, I shouldn't talk about this because last time I talked about politics on the show, I got lots of mail. Um, it's anyway, good to get post. It is good to get post. Just so, not with anthrax in it no <laughs> um, i've emailed you some anthrax click here to download <laughs> i meant cyber anthrax your computer will now die that um, happens that it happens. does happen cyber not really. anthrax not really no no oh you just got me thinking for a second there no if you'd like to email us you can email us at make it so it's simply syndicated.com you could uh, perhaps pop on over to podcast alley we're doing ever so well there actually are we we were number seven Last time I looked. Make it so. Yeah, make it so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Movies you should see dominating now. I think maybe people are just a bit bored with Podcast Alley. Uh, and the They've other people up. just don't go there anymore. Right. Uh, maybe that's it, but that's no excuse Well, maybe we were the there. only ones who ever cared. I think that might be. I, ne- I never pushed it that far. You see, I felt that we were denied. We were denied in the end because there was that fuck up when everyone could vote more than once. 
I hated and, that. And we went straight to the top after trying so hard to get to the top. And then we went to the top because someone fucked up. Mm. And we were just denied. And now we're legitimately at the top. And no one cares. No one cares. I didn't know. No, I, I didn't know. the other day. Just really annoying. Uh, but go there because we really do care at being at the top. Yeah. I'd like to be in the top 10 of the overall site. Right. So that requires many more votes. Right. Don't go there and go, oh, look, they're doing all right. I won't vote. I'm talking about movies you should see now. I should be talking about Make It So. Yeah. I'd like all our shows to be in the top. They're all on there now, by the way. Okay. Uh, so Including the Definitive Especially word. Definitive Word. Oh, right. Okay, we can stop slagging you off now. Yes. Um, I, I cut those bits out. People have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you didn't. I listened to them. Yeah. Um. Anyway... So, okay, oh, dig yeah. as well. If you're a dig.com user, then dig us. Dig, dig us, dig, dig away. away. We're doing quite well there as well. All right, Generally, we're quite popular. Jolly you know. good. I don't know why. Um, the best way to hear this show, you know, is through iTunes. Is on Simply Here. Oh, right. Okay. Through, through iTunes, iTunes? Perhaps, yeah. Right, okay. So. Although I actually endorse the use of Google Reader uh, for podcast feeds because you get all the clickable things I put in the show notes now. It's really very good. Oh, right. I spend okay. a lot of time doing it now. There's text in bold and italics and stuff like that. Amazing. Real care and attention. Amazing. Yeah. Is it like multicolored or anything like that? Yeah, or? some things are blue. Right. Yeah. Blue is the is the main title of the show bigger than the rest of the text? No, I don't put the title. I'm not of using the show it. Then. In, not in using the show it until you do that. No. Um. But yeah, simply here. Go yeah. to simplysyndicated.com slash simply here. In fact, if you go to simplysyndicated.com, there's a shows button at the top mm. left of the page. Go there and see all the different shows we make because they're yeah. all fucking brilliant. On uh, movies you should see this week, we've got Brief Encounter. And on uh, The Definitive Word, we've uh, got The End of the World we're discussing this week. And they're both brilliant shows, so you should listen to both of them. Mm. Um, and uh, all of the other shows that we produce. Introducing by DJ Shadow is being reviewed End by... Introducing. Introducing by... Uh, dot, dot, dot. For albums you should hear this week. That's would, the third show. Yeah, I was so, told specifically not to leave off the dot dot dot, 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 dot. which right. when you're making files for a computer is, is a little fuck. hard yeah that drove me insane thank you there pernickety music but fans. go and listen to that album so you should hear we have t-shirts available in the store from uh, movies you should see and now hoodies go get your hoodies hoodies here who wants a hoodie there you go i think that's everything you know yeah uh, let's wrap this up it's late. Let's go home. Okay. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. See bye. you next week.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.